1: No, your mom don't get it And your dad don't get it Uncle John don't get it And you can't tell grandma Cause her heart can't take it And she might not make it They say don't dare, don't you even go there Cutting off your long hair You do as you're told Tell you wake up, go put on your makeup. This is just a phase you're gonna outgrow. There's something wrong. follow you from monday all the way to friday dinner you got one day a shelter then it's sunday hell to pay you young lost sinner well i've been there sitting in that same chair whispering that same prayer half a million times it's a lie though, burying disciples One page of the Bible isn't worth a life There's something
2: wrong in the village
0: 3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, currently Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations, the uh, intersecting lands of the Wurundjeri and Bunurong peoples. We pay respects to Elders, past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from whichever lands you are on, and we acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. I'm Sally Goldner, I'm your host for Out of the Pan, I use the pronouns she and her. Welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited, to ladies and gentlemen, and there's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. You can out email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com, SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five, Twitter Mastodon, Instagram, and Blue Sky at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook three cr eight five five am Melbourne and my page Sally Goldner am. If you want to write into the show, P.O. Box, and for all shows, really, on our, our 3CR, P.O. Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. Strictly today, any opinions I express on the program are my own, and that we will probably um, definitely need to make a general note for the content warnings tell you why, as so I tell you what's um, the main article on the show today to discuss. Um, so, switchboard 1800 184527. Um uh, family Violence Line 1800 542 847, Rainbow Door 1800 729 367, SMS 0480 017 246. And I mention those lines specifically because um, we have an article that just came, My well, I checked in on it this morning, um, and as I was checking old fashioned sort of technology, being Google Alerts for last night, and got on to the article in yesterday's Good Weekend in the Age. And this needs to be uh, really taken apart in terms of both the, um, um, the media um, approach and the material itself. So that's why these content notes will be of relevance. And so this article um, is called... Talking Trans, colon, Adolescence, Gender Transitions and the Conversations We Need to Have. And then the subtitle on, on online says, The Number of Young People Changing Gender, oh dear, has risen fast in the past decade. What's going on and should we be celebrating or concerned? Now, let's start with that word, we. Who makes decisions about what the conversations are? Who makes them for whom and with what authority? Um, Michael Bachelard oh, you're a former senior editor of The Age, so you think you've got authority. No. Trans people lead trans conversations. The end. Full stop. Game over. Now, I'm not going to go through all the detail of this, but we have... First up, we start with the story of someone who detransitioned. Now, that story is valid. Every certainty about that. But it then goes on, and I'm using as a rough guide the little screeny thing on the side of my laptop which um, starts at the top and goes down throughout the article and hits the bottom arrow when it gets there. We have this story which includes content note propaganda around at school says um, the person interviewed from my peers posters, school councils and a queer in inverted commas space to gather in and um, then um, Misha could not move on um being and then says being cishet was very uncool because it's boring. Ah, uh, sorry, no. All I know mate, I've been known to make humorous remarks about this. Let's just value everyone on their merits. And also, people want to feel oppressed and special. Oh, really? Yes, um I gave up all my cisgender, heterosexual, neurotypical privilege because I want to feel oppressed. The last thing you want to be is privileged. Um really? No, no one wants to be privileged or oppressed. We just want a, Everyone, I think, wants a fair go. Why? I won't speak for everyone. I would believe the vast majority of people would want a, the proverbial fair go. She, uh, Misha finds it cringy when pronoun news comes up. Um, so... Um, um, and the reporter has then said they've avoided using any pronouns for Misha. Um, but um, Misha remains plagued by gender distress known as gender dysphoria. Misha says, I don't believe in the ideology. Oh, why is it ideology when trans people speak up but the um, cisgender expectations are not considered ideology? And that's not about Misha. That's about um, how this report doesn't make that comment. I then have serious dysphoria now and I can't make it go away. Um, And um, the friends shut the conversation down, saying Misha was a conspiracy theorist, transphobic, and that someone else being Misha's mother, was a toxic influence who should be rejected. Well, I wouldn't go as far as to say that, but what happened to unconditional love for your children, regardless of um, all parts of their identity? And so um, um, this is um, this story goes on for probably a good quarter of the article to start with. And that's where I have a problem with the media in this article. It's, you know, be... Get people's emotions into one thing first. And, oh, sure, we'll come to this in a little later on as I go through this article. Um, but then what do we talk about? So then we talk about um, suburbs and towns across Australia and throughout the Western world. Well, actually, we're talking about it in lots of part of the world because if you look up the PBS interactive gender map, you'll find different forms of gender identity and expression all over the world since the human race began. Starting in about 2012, a surge of people, many children and adolescents, began coming forward. Uh, no, well, it says many of them children and adolescents. Well, this adult came forward in 1995, and Julie Peters and Kayleen White and many others were there before me. Uh, hello. Um, and so, what? There was suddenly, a, you know, suddenly we put something in the coffee supply of the water in toth- around 2011, did we? Um, Some of these people can tend to dress ambiguously, not defined, and change their name. Some live like this for a time and then revert to their birth gender or seek medical treatment. We then talk about the numbers at the um, Children's Hospital. Um, Victorian government figures show the numbers at both Children's Hospital and Monash have fallen markedly in the last two years. Um, But we don't say why. Maybe, gee, it's because people are um, are scared to be themselves because of all the... um, what we consider, and it's our lives, Michael and um, Nine Media, um, the biased media and all the hatred. Um, the State Health Department did not offer an explanation for the decrease, just as no one can explain with confidence. It could also be there's such a huge backlog at Monash and Royal Children's, and maybe there are some more alternatives. People are going elsewhere. Um, some pe- research postulates the huge rise might be partly due to an increase in trans visibility in the media. Well, it could be that there's more social connection because of Internet and people can find something, unlike me, who didn't even have a word for myself for 29 years. And then sceptics argue there might be an element in inverted commas of social contagion, particularly amongst teenage girls, which ignores the fact that there is a, we'll say, a relatively um, proportionate distribution of trans men, trans women, and trans uh, trans men, mask, women, femme, and those who identify as beyond the binary. Um we then have um, um, a sort of um, a mention of gender affirming care, which is neutral um, we 're still only about a third of the way through the article. Um, Ozpath trans patients are the experts of their own lives and the final authority of their own gender yes that 's a quote as it should be. Um, treatment is slow, careful, and multidisciplinary in the adolescent clinics. many drop out at the waiting list and the reality of treatment. Um, then comes puberty blockers. Um, then it uses the term cross-sex hormones, a highly binary term in my opinion. Why are they just not hormones? Um, and the clinic must obtain the percent of both the child's parents as well as the clinicians. Well, what if you're a single parent? Um, top surgery is rare for adolescents in Australia. Well, very rare. Bottom surgery is only available to adults and only if they can afford private treatment. Well, it can be available if both parents consent. So um didn't get that right. Many families happily agree and support the child's transition and affirming care has the support of most doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists. Well, that's nice. We then have to mention the Tavistock Clinic. So we mentioned one clinic after an official review. What about all the other clinics around the world that are doing fabulously? We have to mention the controversial study about Westmead, which some people have declared very biased against trans people. Um, Oh, and here's where we get into youth anti-young people attitudes. <clears throat> and a big congratulations on what's done. It's not about the viewpoint to young people who pr- protested this week and weren't um, subject to patriarchal discipline to stay at school. Um, but here where we go, the young people on this, in, um, this is a quote from the Westmead report, did not have the cognitive, psychological or emotional capacity to understand the decisions they are making. Oh, so trans people, particularly trans young people, are stupid. Well, that's vilification. Um, and... Um, Westmead is now back on um, an affirming care track. Um, so, um, and the cautious approach to being taken by the UK, they came under the sway of an anti-child and adolescent affirming lobby. Well, that's very true, particularly the UK, where so-called gender-critical thinking has taken a very a strong, sadly, a strong grip, and trans lives a hell, and the United Kingdom is now, in terms of trans hate, one of the worst places in Europe and getting up to one of the worst in the world. Um, so, the Victorian government didn't answer questions from Good Weekend about the clinic's work, citing privacy concerns. Um, internationally, and among some doctors and scientists in the, um, Australia, the reassurances it um, um, taken that gender-affirming care is the best of all treatment, not taken at face value. Um, the um, disquiet amongst professionals, and an insurer has insurer has drawn GP cover for some treatments. And a small number of legal challenges in the courts. Yes, a small number. What about the big one? Now, finally, just before about halfway into this article, we get to um, a story about Sage Moorhead and their fa- and Sage is happy and family is happy. This goes on um, for around a third of the article, but <clears throat> we get into the middle. But then, just our, or actually just after halfway, and then we go, we talk to a group of parents who are more desperate to have an open discussion about what they see as the tragedies happening in their lives. 15 people representative of a group of 30, and the children are expressing um, in gender incongruence. They're all middle-class, middle-aged professionals. So what? They have grey hair and serve nice cheese. Oh dear. Um, they say the left has abandoned them on the trans issue. Oh, we've got to blame the left. You know, that wouldn't be um, good um, You know, good if we didn't do that. Never mind right-wing ex- um, extremism. Gender questioning children, mostly born female and neurodiverse. Um, and um, they refer to the children by their birth sex. Oh, gee, you can't even respect your child. That's nice. Um, the real threat is affirming care. They say they oppose it out of love. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Well, look, um, maybe you do, maybe you don't they feel being publicly labelled anti-trans or transphobics or even their jobs threatened. Um, well, simple answer, don't be anti-trans and think, my child thinks I'm the, we're the Antichrist here, says one father. Um, and they see it as a trend. Gee, um, um, there's the, dare I say, the anti-trans ideology. Oh, sorry, I'm probably not allowed to say that. Um, parents call the legislation the anti-therapy law, and referring to Victoria's community, um, anti-conversion practice law. Um, they they use the term gender ideology. Why isn't there a comment in this article from a group that does support loved ones of trans people declaring possible interest um, as a committee member of one such group? Um, and um, on we go. And then we get um, go through this for another, oh, about a third of the article. Um, but... Um, and then the parent says, "Affirming means to tell um, the assigned female child to hate any female characteristics." No, it doesn't. Lots of trans people just find are not hating the first part of themselves. They're just unhappy, and they want to get um, get to a better place. Um, then we have another um, detransitioner story. Um, for about the third quarter of this article, we then have. Um, possible cross-sex hormone therapy effects: what's reversible and what's not for what is called born female took testosterone and then born male took estrogen. Um, and, um, then, um, so this goes on for, yes, about another quarter of the article. We then have talk about how member of the Greens have been ejected, um, the Liberals, um, have had a nightmare for their leader, John Pesudo, in Victoria. Well, no, he didn't. That says he cannot wake up from it. Well, he stood up on his principles and said he didn't want um, um, alleged neo-Nazism in his party. And I'm being trying to be very objective there. I'm doing my best. Um, finally, at the, about the three-quarter mark of this article, and yes, this segment's going on a long time, but I'm going to get it all in there and then I'll get your comments, um, much is contested, but what's not is young people with gender incoherence are much likely to be more autistic, or more li- multiple times more likely to be autistic. Well, yes, there's an overlap, to some for whatever reason, between trans and autism. For that matter, lots of queer and autism. And yes, we have mental health issues which have been linked in research time and again to discrimination. Um, the various uh, writing themselves in reports show where people have um, experienced no discrimination, their, their health and other things are better off, If it's verbal, then the health decreases. If it's physical and sexual abuse, of course, it goes down. Um, And then we get to deeper mental health issues. And um, some people say the risk is overstated. We've got a pile of research that says what the the major risk of not being able to be themselves is. And then, of course, we mention the inquiry that comes up. Finally, at around, oh, beyond three quarters of the article... Um, we talked to Michelle McNamara, the volunteer chair of Transgender Victoria, declaring my past interest in the organisation. And it says, like many in the trans community, she is wary of the media and anything that's likely to deter or mislead any child, parent, or adolescent from seeking professional advice and healthcare. And Michelle and Transgender Victoria's chief executive, Son Vivian, speak for the longer view. And so finally, we get to what a trans point of view from experienced trans people in an organisation with a significant degree of respect, again declaring my past interest, but obviously I'm speaking for myself here. Um, They say gender diversity has always been among us but suppressed by prejudice and the affirming care model supports them that and these gains are now under challenge from an avalanche of discrimination. This is beyond the three-quarter mark of the article. Um, And Michelle is quite blunt here. Parents really love their children. they would be going hell for leather to help them affirm their bloody gender. Yes, Michelle, I'm with you on the intensity of that. Michelle is now 70 and didn't affirm her gender identity till 60. I know what it was like to live half my life as the wrong gender identity. And um, on it goes. We then have Son Vivienne. And um, Son says, There is no trans person in the world who will tell you that gender affirmation is a magic wand or fix for all discontent. Absolutely. We've all got stuff as people. Every one, one of eight billion of us on this planet. Transgender Victoria tries to address this by providing social and community connection and support. And... Um, you know, sort of, um, Vivienne, son vivienne urges the um, parents opposing gender transition of their teenagers to encourage the person's courage and curiosity, let them know they are loved regardless of what path they to take and leave space for them to grow and change, and that um, people do come on and off hormones and that breasts can be re- reconstructed. And Michael Batchelor then goes, I've spoken to two dozen people for this story, um, and... um uh, isn't that nice of you? view? Um, one view holds that affirming care is working well. The other asks that society must ask more serious questions. Society hasn't always got it right. Remember, society used to, majority used to think the earth is flat. Um, representatives of both views asked me to ask what I thought could motivate the other side. Um, and then um, he claims his viewers both want the best for children and young people, but disagree on what that is and how to achieve it. Oh, uh, really? I'm not so sure about that. Gender fluidity is here to stay, Um, and um, the other thing is, um, 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 my bachelor says we need to talk more openly and with more nuance about these questions. Again, the we, so there's yes, normally that's uh, it's about two segments worth, but I had to go through that. I'd welcome everyone's thoughts on this. I'll check in now that um, we've got um, some comments coming in on the social media and other platforms. Um, They're all there and of course the SMS line 6145675215 Um, and we'll have another track Um, and in the meantime what will we go with? Um, We're going to have a track because it's World AIDS Day on Friday and this one is plugged in um, this is Reba McIntyre, and she thinks his name was John. I want to talk about World AIDS Day 2. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally.
3: You say she... a
2: The 11th Annual Setting Sun International Film Festival is calling for entries for its 2024 festival. Enter your short film or feature and help celebrate the occasion. There are loads of great prices, including $1,000 for Best Film. For your chance to be in the running and see your film screened at the gorgeous Sun Theatre or at Kindred Studios, both in Yarraville, head to settingsun.com.au. Entries close on the 31st of January 2024. Setting Sun is a 3CR supporter.
4: The Deutschland has to This is Tim McMillan, support the radio station that supports live music in Melbourne, 3CR.
0: That is us supporting live music and supporting um sort of um, a thought that goes beyond mainstream media. Very much why 3CR is needed and Uh, Well, look, there are some days I wonder after 18 years why I still do the show, and it's days like today where it's needed. I had some comments in, and I'll go through um, them in a random order, over on the SMS line, 61456751215, Kayleen. Um, Excellent analysis, agree with everything you've said. The writer from the age is clearly utterly uninformed and seems to be biased by their own views, perhaps about their own gender which is something I've experienced in many transphobes, including pseudo-parents who are transphobic. And I knew, and Kayleen talking about herself, I knew, block letters, I was female when I was four. Well, yeah, um, similar over here, not for, um, in terms of the number, Kayleen, of course, it doesn't matter what age you realise. Um, it's who you. It's just um, that's when it happens. I um, still remember my first day at a so-called all-boys school, at least I proved them wrong. The gender-critical ideology has been described as genocide by the Lemkin Institute. Yeah, that's a really good point to note. And yet, uh, I wonder if the age would, in the interest of, or any media outlet that claims to be in the interest of balance, um, would um, quote hate groups and hate speech and genocide. Good questions. Um, comment from Jack Brady. I want to know if the author of the article has a penis and is use, if he is using it appropriately. Like, does he stand up to pee when cis being trans to me? Um, does his dressing as a traditional man mean he's straight? When are we going to have a nuanced conversation about why a man's necktie looks like both a phallic object and a noose? <laughs> like, uh, God, we definitely need to, um release, um, release some tension there. And Jack's done it with that comment. Um... And one comment which um i've only had a chance to get this around to a few people thus far. um one person has said their intuition is the anti transition parents group, and the article has an affiliation to the author he's the, the author has failed to mention where are all the pro transition parents groups yep um an impression is of an insurgency against affirming care which doesn't really exist yes, interesting how it's talk it talks about how the benefits um how so the things that the trans Um, people and allies would say are overstated, but doesn't put it the other way. Definite bias in the article against gender ideology, whatever that is, social contagion. um, And he makes the case um, for the social contagion and detransitioning While pretending he's asking questions. You know, this, oh, we should ask the questions. Yep, agree with that comment. Um, And it will legitimise the turf perspective. And um, um, also... Um, it doesn't mean give a range of coverage from um, around Australian states and territories. So lots of good comments. Um, keep them coming in because this is something about which we need to communicate.
1: Um,
0: so yeah, so a long a segment as I said, but um, um, to borrow from Paul Keating, it's a conversation we have to have. Um, Alright, um that's the end of the first bout. Um and um the fall has been taken. There's the obligatory very um segued wrestling reference at 33 minutes and forty six seconds in a part um we should I should make the rule that um mentioning at Sal God said so is never the wrestling reference in this show. But um we are coming up on a very serious note on Friday to World AIDS Day. Um, I also forgot to mention, by the way, that the opening track, which was very, very, very beautiful, was Rabel the Village, um, W-R-A-B-E-L. Um, and there's a beautiful film clip to that, a little, um, perhaps a little triggering for some people, but it has on it, um, In nature, a flock will attack any bird that is more colourful than the others because being different is seen as a threat. Hmm, yes, and that makes me wonder, guess coming back to the trans stuff, one wonders about things like insecurity, jealousy from people as well. Now, I wanted to talk about World AIDS Day, a very important day because of huge relevance in the queer calendar, particularly for gay and bisexual men, but also for many others. Um, It's been observed since 1988. And I wasn't, at that point in my life, out connected to rainbow and HIV communities. And I do remember the emotions of the time and the... Advertising campaigns, which, well, with hindsight, probably were an overreaction. Some might say at the time site, um, the Grim Reaper bowling ball, um, bowling lane alley ads. Um, and, um, you know, it's also worth mentioning a few things here that, um, you know, that so many people lost loved ones. And the fact that we haven't got, and I'm, I am can only say this from a very lay point of view, um, we'll say a very... Um, sort of, the fact that um, when COVID broke out in 2020, there was this race to get a vaccine and we still don't have like a the equivalent instant vaccine against um, HIV. Um, a lot of people were very triggered by that and said, well, why are we being left behind again? And one of the things about COVID is I wonder how many medical treatments and other things were, you know, pushed down the line because of it. Yes, in one sense it had to be, but Um, if the things are already pushed down the line because of stigma, they're going to be further, further pushed down the line. And, um, so, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, we have, to some extent, lost a bit of focus on World AIDS Day, but there is, of course, room for everyone. I'm a great believer in abundance, and, um, um, you know, sort of, um, we need to remember it. And, um... I think that one of the lasting effects of the um, sort of HIV approach in the 90s has been the stigma against anyone who is seen as having male or male sex. Now, this can include trans women, but I've had some information that all trans people, trans women, trans men, non binary, agender, are now being lumped in the same basket rather than being treated on their merits. And this is where Australia is so far behind on blood donation. And we need to be doing something about that and looking at safe sex practices rather than identities. Um, There are heterosexual people who might be doing unsafe sex or, and let's be adult about this, yes it's um, 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 12.37pm in the afternoon, There are some um, people of any who would be in a heterosexual, cisgender, endosex relationship between 1M and 1F, so to speak, who might be doing, oh, I'm going to mention this word at 1237, anal sex, and doing it unprotected. So that's unsafe. Um, So, you know, it's about safe sex practices, um, and it's why we need to update our blood donation guidelines. Other countries have done this and made it far more equitable. And um, we also have a low blood donation rate. And that's because many um, people affected by this, and whilst it's not my total area of expertise, of course in Australia there are great practices to ensure sexual health for those working in the sex industry, but they get stigmatised unfairly as well because of not looking at um, the merits of the situation, perhaps because some other countries may not have those guidelines. So um, definitely... Be aware of things on World AIDS Day. Great website. Once again, mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, worldaidsday.org.au, which is how to get involved in Australia. And you can find out about campaigns in each state and territory. And we will do live radio, people of all genders. Um, And look at what's happening in Victoria. We've got the World um, AIDS Day display. Um, We've got the AIDS Memorial Garden Tour coming up this Wednesday in the evening. Um... We've got the World AIDS Day Street Appeal on Friday, of course, which is World AIDS Day, um, with Thorn Harbour volunteers hitting the streets and reminding everyone that HIV still matters. We'll have an official community launch. There'll be a forum um, um, moderated by Sarah Graham from Victorian Department of Health and all sorts of other things. So, yeah, worldaidsday.org.au, and that is a good guide in for people in so-called Australia to find their particular events of interest and perhaps how you can get involved. I'm sure there's always a need for more volunteers um, around um, the streets um, to perhaps rattle a tin or, or whatever we do in this day and age of electronically. Do we have a stripe reader or something? Um, why not? Um, Square reader, Um, I'm too square. Um, Seriously, make sure that we do all of that. Um, So, yeah, very important work that needs to be done. And, um, you know, well done to all those involved. So, yes, a really important campaign. Um... Let's have a listen now to some more music. We had um, Reba McIntyre, as I said, we had Rabel and The Village, and it's the society, including The Village, that's the issue. And also I want to mention that it's reporting like this, which is why I'm a very strong supporter in the, not into the Royal Commission, into the Murdoch media, but it really needs to be um, into media concentration in this country, and you know, the ongoing bias. I mean, yes, it's happening in lots of parts of so called society and community in this country. But um, you know, we also um have to um you know, there's a it just seems again this disconnect of power, which I think seems to be a common theme running through everything, um, and how out of touch media is with a report like that. And no that wasn't a Murdoch media report that I spent the first twenty five minutes or twenty minutes of the show on but it needs to be dissected. Uh, let's have a breather now with The Wolfgang and a track from way back um, in the early 2000s. 2005 was when this album was released, but it's a little bit of a fave of mine. Um, and um, which one are we going to go with There's So many good tracks on this. Um, but, um, well, in just to make sure that we know... And um, that right now it is 19 minutes to one, so what's the time, Mrs. Wolf? One, two,
4: three, I don't wear a watch, but that's alright. Just as long as I know if it's day or night. I never bother with a watch in the club, cause I won't run my life. That old TikTok But the time is slow I don't know But the time is slow Well, I don't know But if you've got the time Let's kick back and play some blues Well, I got no alarm Beside my bed Cause I'd rather get by On the clock in my head Well, you may not think That sounds very clever Better late than never, yeah, What's yeah. the time is slow? Well, I don't know. What's the time is slow? I don't know, but if you've got the time, let's kick back and play some blues. Well, there's gotta be more than that punctuality. Calculate the fastest way to get from A to B. If you want to know the time, you can always call the man the bread.
0: 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR, digital3cr.org.au, 3CR 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And you're on um, a show that covers pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender in a musical mood we just had some swinging bluesy stuff what's the time mrs wolf from diana wolf and the wolf gang and here's some newish country from andy penkow heavy on me 3cr 855 am digital 3cr.org.au 3cr on demand out of the pan with sally
5: I'd admit I'm worried about you lately, my friend. You smile, you say you're doing all right. But I can tell you ain't been yourself and there you go again. Closing down another Tuesday night. And I know you'd never ask for hell. But I can see you going through hell. So put the heavy on me. you need I can carry the load when you got nowhere to go looking for answers Are you digging deep enough? You're stuck between hope and shame. She's thinking about her first last name before comes to push and shove. Put the heavy on me. Yeah, whatever you need, I can carry the load when you got nowhere to go. Looking for answers.
2: to the Celtic Folk Show every Tuesday at 3pm with me, Anne McAllister.
6: and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by Neil Mitchell. 3CR
0: 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Lovely to catch up with Anne here at 3CR during the week. We're doing some training on some new software for 3CR. Ooh, scary. What happened to those nice telegrams? Um, we, um, yes. Congratulations on your big day. Stop. Um, wishing you a happy future. Stop. Anyway, and had to play the top one because Neil Mitchell finishes up broadcasting on 3RW on Friday. Goodbye, Neil. I'm... Um, didn't say any more. I didn't say any less. Uh, right. Um, messages in. Kayleen loved the opening song, Rabel, um, W R A B E L, The Village, and loved it so much that Kayleen bought it. That's what we like to see. Um, Jenny has come in um, just going on the train to work now, working Sundays. Thank you for your loyal listenership, Jenny, and thank you to all the loyal listeners of Out of the Pan and all the shows on 3CR. Um, so this is a last text, um, or live text, um, but um, keep messaging if you want to what's up something in future weeks Jenny um Todd Fernando is on Q&A on ABC TV tomorrow night um and with Patricia Cavalas the last Q&A for the year and um Jenny says quote I think he'll talk about his resignation and why he left the position too and the frustration of being in that role end quote yeah very very interesting I'll have to catch up on that one oot boot tomorrow night um um but yeah, and well well done to Todd Fernando, an amazing human being. It'll be very interesting to see what happens um in terms of replacement, um, because um, you know, big shoes to fill and Todd filled them Roe's shoes well and um I'm still sure Roe has whatever size foot that they have, but um seriously, um all the best to you Todd, you're an amazing human. Pat, uh, sorry, Jenny. Also goes on. Did you watch the Four Corners show that P- um, P- Patricia Cavallaz did about trans kids? She's part of the rainbow community. Is much more balanced. Yeah, look, much more balanced, um, as well. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, I have, I can't remember. I honestly can't remember if I saw it um, there, Jenny. Um, so um, have to watch out for that one. What other messages have we got on? Um, I had a message saying we love Rod Quantock Spiel. Yes, we love Rod Quantock. Um funny man um a great part of our community and um there we go now um we're um, we're coming up to the launch of the midsummer festival um which of course kicks off in mid-january through to about mid-february-ish although the big two events the third sunday in january for carnival midsummer carnival at the home alexandra gardens and pride march on the first sunday in february um and um there's a great um, exhibition that's part of it that I think um, goes online pretty quickly. It's called Queer Photo, and it's a wide range of First Nations artists, which is great to um, to note. Black and Blur by Lila Bennett, um, so migrant and indigenous black people, um, photos thereof. Uh, Murrunkar and Tintiljanu Dipped in Black is a premiere in film and photographic um, project by filmmaker Matthew Thorne and... Yankin Kachajara artist-dancer Derek Lynch and um, escapes the oppressive white city life of Adelaide back to country, Aptula, and his remote Anangu community, where he speaks spiritual healing on sacred Inmar ground. Um, Queer Wiradjuri woman Carla Dickens um, looks at... um, um, Self Portraits um, A firm world premiere by Peter Waples Crow Who is very well known I believe a former, from memory a former Globe Award winner And well deservedly so Three Pacific artists as well um, Salote Tawale Australian Fiji Outdoor humanist sculptures Climbing out of the Maribyrnong River Ooh, Leilani Fumiano From Samoa, Australia um, Emerging artist um, And Alteration um, By um, Aotearoa um queer Polynesian arts collective so that's really cool the website is live on November 28th so that's Wednesday so there's lots of great arts queer photo the first of its um kind collaboration artist commissions of large-scale outdoor artworks gallery exhibitions and an interactive public performance program. So, And there'll be the shows from January 27 to March, January 24. So that's really, really cool. Well done, Midsummer, on that. And thanks to the 3CR team for sending me an email about it. I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species. And today, as I find out about their program, it's Lila Dagan and Laura Schaefer on connections between animal rights and solidarity with Palestine. So, as always, keep it locked on 3CR, whichever device you are on or how you need to lock and all that things. And Kayleen's message in on oh, Neil's going, yes. Um, well, I'm not sure how, if it's possible to convey words and emotions with written words there, um, Kayleen. I'd better not say any more. Um, Neil Mitchell, stalking Melbourne. I said it for the last time. Oh, interesting to see who replaces him, possibly, maybe. Um better get out of here and make way for um as I say for freedom of species and um taking it out today with Dave Steele and a track from the album The Last Radio. Now this is not the last radio, the radio's going on forever. Um, this album came out in nineteen ninety-two and thirty-one years on, the radio's still here. Um but it's appropriate that's um many things happening on Friday. Most of all World AIDS Day of Interest, the Relentless School of Pro Wrestling Summer Showcase. Um see you there. But uh, here's a track called um, Sometime Next Summer. Well, it's only um, five days to next summer. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.